0: My mic on. I'm about to get rowdy. Oh, Mr. P. Hey. What's going on with y'all, man? It's Tom from the Talking Chip Podcast, man. We got Hayden in the building. We're trying to get right. we trying to get tight. Mm-hmm. We ain't going to slap nobody around here like Juwan Howard. Oh, my bad. Oh, man. My bad.
1: Michigan. Mm.
0: Michigan. 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 Fab Five or the Furious One? Mm. Juwan, motherfucking Howard, man What's popping, y'all? Y'all know what's up Y'all don't seen it It's been going down Round and round on television And is it right? Is it wrong? Who's right? Who's wrong? Who really gives a damn At the end of the day? We know The old school The old adages: Keep your hands to yourself At the end of the day But We're in a situation where Michigan's head coach, Juan Howard, former player, alumni of the university, NBA-recognized basketball player, uh, won a championship in the NBA, and also sat for many years as an assistant on the bench at the Miami Heat, where he finished his playing days. And um was an understudy of the Pat Riley coaching tree. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> Greg, Gregory Hart, I want to make sure I don't mess his name up. Trying not to, because it's not intentional, guys. Gregory Gard, Greg Guard, head coach of Wisconsin, fine 10K, and Michigan head coach was fine, fine $40,000. But... <clears throat> to the point I was trying to make with Wisconsin's great guard, he said, I'm not sure if he understands the rules. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're talking about Big Ten champions from 2021 that being Michigan. Big Ten champions from 2020 that being Wisconsin. And we're talking about a person who made it to the pinnacle as a player, not understanding the rules of the game as to when to call the timeout. Hmm. What's your thoughts on this whole thing, Coach Hayden? Let's talk about it. We're doing it for the kids. Wu Tang, baby.
1: Straight up. Uh I I think a lot of it has to do with uh the black community, uh, first and foremost. I mean, we put a lot of pressure on light skinned people, don't we?
0: <laughs> Wu-Tang.
1: I mean, you know, uh, uh, all my all my light skin because everybody I know, light skin right now is is like reemerging in twenty twenty two, you know, with twenty twenty hindsight, you know what I mean? But no, uh, so, I mean, retrograde,
0: retrograde, retrograde. <laughs>
1: well, and, and I don't know if this is. I, I think we. I think in two weeks we'll find out whether you know, this is a good or a bad thing for men's college basketball. Uh I was on previous shows stating uh the existence of men's college basketball ceased to exist. Uh but this thing right here, I mean not all not all news is bad news, not all press is bad press. I mean I, I think John Cheney was quoted as saying, you know, he he backs Juwan Howard uh because of how passionate he is. Uh, about the game, he backs both coaches. You know, he kind of goes in to talk about, you know, it's just a big money grab, this and that. doesn't matter if you win or lose, you're going to get fired either way. You know, grab your money and leave the university. Because that, that seems to be more prevalent uh, in college basketball and things of that sort. And, you know, uh, Juwan Howard is a well-to-do individual, like you stated earlier. But uh, – I, I, he's been the one to break up the fights with Jalen Rose. You know, I've never seen Juwan Howard fight in the NBA. So, I mean, you know, it, it's it's one of those things where do we, do we take the volume of work in consideration or do we punish him for this mishap because it's a gentleman's game?
0: Whew. <clears throat> Great question. Great question in itself because <laughs> – so we go from this, right, and everything's gonna be Ju- Juwan Howard's fault from here on out. At the end of the day, uh, we we go to we go to the incident that occurred. We look at the incident that occurred, and then immediately thereafter, women's basketball game last night, and. Uh, you know, a couple women got into a tussle and uh slammed a few, you know, participants on each other's heads. And so now it's all gonna be Juan Howard's fault at the end of the day. Everything that's gonna happen at the end of the day is gonna be blamed on Juwan Howard in regards to any uncanny uh or abrupt aggression that comes along with the game he's going to be blamed for a long time. So it says here, body slam sparked late scuffle between Norfolk State and Morgan State last night. And if you're not familiar with those two institutions, those are HBCUs, Mm -hmm. uh, one out of Virginia, Norfolk State, and the other one out of the Baltimore, Maryland area, which is Morgan State, which their men program was featured uh, playing against Howard University uh, before the all Star Game this past weekend, so they got featured on uh, ESPN. Uh, excuse me, TNT for the weekend. But this is women's game now, where the, the tussle turned into women slamming one another <laughs> because of certain calls. So it's the it's it's going to be a long reach, like the backlash, and um, you know, as some people said, with a little satire here. Why didn't he smack Chris Weber like that? Mm. I <laughs> mm.
1: Well, I mean, and, and, and the thing of it is, is, is we have to understand how uh, kudos to us as a civilization how far we've grown. You know, from uh, Vernon Maxwell going in the crowd, you Ooh. know, and, and punching a guy. Next. And they're coming back down, and, and I think I don't know what his fine was, but I, I don't think he sit out the rest of the NBA season. I think he had to missed a couple of games. But we, we kudos to us as the postmodern day Rome, uh, how civilized we are, and you know we still like to accuse our people in the forefront of not having enough passion. You know, so he's he's not going to be guilty of not caring. So he did win uh, a war more than one way, right?
0: Well, let's 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 understand. Let's understand the real magnitude of this,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? <clears throat> you said it to me the other day, but I really didn't take it there because I was still trying to understand the full ramification of everything. And let's be blunt: You want Howard reached out and touched someone, Bell South slap was because the young man said, "Suck my dick."
1: Oh. Oh well. Uh, <laughs>
0: so so, uh, I've said this in the past. You don't you don't in- invite another man to another man's dinner. Uh, ah,
1: uh, yeah, I say
0: yeah. I don't. care how angry you get. I know it's a, a, an expression heavily used amongst the youngsters these days. Even women have said it. Cardi B has said it in an in an in a heated exchange with someone, but. You're talking about, you know, a 50-year-old man or at late 40s at this point, a 50-year-old man, and you're a young guy. The assistant coach, this is who I'm referring to. You know, he reached out and touched the assistant coach because the assistant coach allegedly said, suck my deep."
2: Oh.
1: Whew. Uh, Well, in actuality, when we spoke earlier, there was – there was only one word and I, I don't wanna take it there that he could have possibly said where there's a according to the laws in certain counties and districts, it's, it's rules of engagement if you say a certain word, you know, in that certain situation to a certain individual. But we'll dispel
0: uh, that. We'll dispel that. So, you know, let's be let's be blunt, let's be open, open faced you know, that, that, that assumption was using the N-word, but it wasn't the N-word. It was, you know. It it was, you know, sucked by, but,
1: I mean, in certain yeah. communities, I mean, I don't know if you got to get on Wikipedia or not, uh, you know, that's kind of like the rules of engagement, right? I mean, there's people that's lost
0: their lives
1: over saying that statement right to another
0: individual. <laughs> no,
1: excuses. <laughs> no excuses, no exceptions, <laughs> period. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you mean?
0: No excuses. No, I'm I'm just I'm just you know I'm, I'm piggybacking what you're saying. There's no excuses, no exceptions. When you when you make a statement like that, I mean <laughs> something's bound to happen there afterwards. Oh, oh, well, without a doubt. I was about to say because I been mean, I, I thought
1: you said no excuses for want Howard. I mean I didn't. This is the first time I'm hearing about uh, what was proposed that the assistant coach said. Uh, but uh, after finding out some of this information, I, I, I mean, I mean, I oh, man, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> just, I, I never like Vienna sausages with salty crackers
0: for blood pressure issues. <laughs> well, Warren Howard is done for the season, uh, and he, he's he's going to be back for the Big Ten Conference playoffs. Uh, tournament that they have um, So Will they seed and, and, and grab One another in the seating uh, Greg guard Versus it, Now now it's not even about the institutions anymore It's going to be guard versus Howard You know at the end of the day So let's see what happens uh, Head coach of Wisconsin was fined $10,000 For violating con- con- Conference sportsmanship Juwan um, Howard was fined $40,000 and suspended five games, which is just the remainder of the regular season at this point. Huh. It's going to be interesting. You got the Big Ten tournament coming up, and uh, uh, so not to interrupt
1: you, but uh, I, I think
0: I have a question for you. Uh, uh,
1: does Does Juwan Howard need to? What does he need to do to keep his job after this?
0: DJ Khaled, all I do is win, 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 no matter what. Hmm. I think he sung that the other night at the All-Star game. Um, now, I'm going to say this, right? Just being honest with you. Michigan is not a popular job. It's not Michigan basketball is not popular at all. I mean, we, we, we still hold on to the fact that they once had a Fab, fab Five.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which I'm hearing that they're going to they're going to have some sort of buyout come about from that, um, and even when you look up Michigan basketball right now, still you know it brings up Chris Weber, Juwan Howard, Jalen Rose, Jawan Howard Jr., Jimmy King, and that. Pretty much it, and John Ballon, which was the head, former head coach. But you know, saying what I was about to say about Michigan, <clears throat> you know, my thoughts was he he possibly would have been been removed, but I feel that it's less than likely that he will be removed because, um, you know, quite frankly, Michigan has not had a lot of change at the head coaching position over the years. Hmm. It's it's. I mean, the guy who coached the Fab Five, I think there was one other coach between him and Juwan Howard. Oh, yeah. B-line? Yeah. 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 Okay. Before before, before B-line, I'm trying to see Do they have a list of other coaches here. I I remember it was a little old guy. They they loved him to death, man.
1: Steve Fisher?
0: Yeah. D. Fisher. There you go, Fisher. So those are the only those are the only names I know. So <laughs> obviously Michigan, you know, they like they, you know, they enjoy the sport of basketball, but it's not at the top of the food chain when it comes to running around and trying to make it relevant. Therefore, I don't I don't see him I don't see him moving at this point, you know. It's it's gonna be what it is, and that's about it.
1: Well, thank God for February.
0: Twenty eight days. That's it. <laughs>
1: Short little baby blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Man, man, I just like I said, I was. It was a lot of people uh, that were worried for Juwan's job. That's you know that was the reason for that. Ah. We, you know. Oh, I was I was a little worried. I, I mean, I, I said, you know, you
0: better keep your cell phone on. Uh, oh, it's 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 a pretty if you if you if you check the track record of Michigan, and you know, pay close attention to it. Even with football, they're very patient. You know, some people feel like, you know, the Harbaugh guy should have been gone, and he's still there. So Michigan is not; they're not about the shakeup, man. It's, you know, they're 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 more so about consistency. They're old school, and they're gonna keep it that way, man. Lloyd Carr was there for such a long period of time, and Michigan just just on another sad note. They're settling a major multi-million dollar lawsuit where one of the assistant trainers was uh, sodomizing, molesting football players for a long period of time. He didn't make mm. the moves like Joe Paterno with mm. uh, the with the Sandesky situation, but Michigan Lord's car had his own problems, and even an adopted son that he had Came out and said that you know he was a victim of what had been going on for years at the institution. So, Mm. I mean, the school is different, man. It's, It's different.
1: Well, thank God for Tom Brady.
0: What a haymaker. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I said, hey, we covered coming down. We, I, I got to do this for my people. Basically, he's like, man, we're getting man over here, over there. And it's like, man, Tom Brady went to school there. Don't forget. He said, oh, okay.
0: Everything yeah. is good now. Tom Brady.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And we're hearing it's not an end of, more than likely it's not an end to his era just yet. He hasn't closed the gap to where he wanted to be. Done at this point, as as we hear. So hold on one second. Yeah, I'm backtracking. Yep, and I'm just correcting myself, so you guys don't have to correct us. It was a uh, since Steve Fisher it was an interim coach, one head coach, two head coaches, and this other guy I've never heard of, Tommy A. Maker, inherited the position from O107. Oh yeah, Tommy. Tommy Amaker, uh Tommy Amaker, yeah, he actually
1: uh came to my high school and recruited me when he was at Michigan uh university.
0: He had just left Seton Hall. hmm hmm. And then uh, the Baylon era from oh seven to nineteen. 07 to nineteen. So that was a long time, man. Long time. And then ushered in with Jalen Howard, excuse me, Juwan Howard. So it was Fisher, an Interim, Amiker, Bailey. And that's it. They don't they don't swap them out around there like that, man. You get you get you get some time to prove yourself at Michigan. Yeah. yeah,
1: Henry T. Ford was a great man.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, sir. So Jalen Howard, hey man, we, we we now we're back to that uh that whole aggression around the game. Parents, coaches attacking each other players, officials, sportsmanship. I mean, at the end of the day, this this thing kind of blew out of – it got blown out of proportion, and it got out of hand because more or less – I hate to say this, very tough, very difficult to say this, but we got to keep it real for what what it is. You have an older white man feeling that he could – and have more say-so and control of a younger black male who, you know, Howard is forty nine years old. He felt that he can control the narrative. And he even made the uh, – he went in and told a lie initially, even though this all of this is captured on film. <laughs> he said that Howard was the aggressor initially, and uh, that was proven otherwise not the case. And I, and I and I just feel that's what it was. It was just, it was just a thing where, you know, the guy thought he was going to get away with what he got away with. And, you know, for some odd reason, despite all of the film, all the footage, all of the media coverage, he felt that uh, like it was just going to go his way based on what he said. And now I'm speaking of uh, Coach Coach uh, Greg. Well,
1: yeah, and, but um, tell, we, we did such a good job without bringing race into this whole situation um, thus far. <laughs> and the, the fact that he will wait towards the end to bring race into this is is makes me very uncomfortable right now, oh, honestly. You gotta get you know. diggy with it, baby. You get diggy I mean, the I, I thought. Well, my I thought sports was the one place where we can leave that at home, Tom. And, and once again, here we are talking about the good old race. You know,
0: man, listen, it's, it's kind of like. <clears throat> Seen and remember the Titans when oh, Odell tossed the banana back to the white coach mm. after, he, after he defeated him, despite mm. all all of the uh, extra antics that had gone on and the build up to that championship game. I mean, mm. it is what it is, right here, man. You you have someone who definitely doesn't respect him as a coach, because I mean. Let's let's, let's mano, a mano. We've never heard of Greg Gard prior to this.
1: Right? No, never. I didn't I, I thought uh I thought his name was Bo. I didn't even know he was coaching at Wisconsin. I didn't even okay. know this guy. Okay,
0: see? We never heard of him. Uh Juwan Howard is definitely not um infamous for his fighting. Or, or, or getting into scuffles you know, publicly. So, you know, at the end of the day, you're, you're looking at a situation where the guy was coming across. He had already had it built up in his mind and what he wanted to say. That obviously, that's what he conveyed in the press conference. You can see him intentionally reaching out for Juwan Howard to grab his arms, and they they played the. Shit has been played back multiple times now. He said, Hey, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. This is this is coming from John Howard. The guy moves forward. Does what he asking him not to do. So he's violating his personal space. And now you get a reaction. And so now it goes it immediately turns into the angry black man scenario because what do we have? We have a we have a black guy putting his finger in a white guy's face. That's that's what most people are seeing because they're not looking at the the the. Grid the guard grabbing him on in the inside of his arm, not looking at that as closely as they're looking at someone taking their finger and pointing directly at them in a threatening manner. That's mm-hmm. mostly the, that's mostly the discord.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then, and then, so from that point, guard grabs him in the inside of his arm in, in the inside of his arm. And that's when Howard backs up, gets a little more vocal. Kids get in between the situation. And then it turns into, it turns into a fracas. And kudos to, but we're not
1: giving the, um, the coach from Wisconsin enough credit though. Um, you know, because if you can run up on a 6'11", uh black guy like that, uh, like, I mean, that takes a lot, you know. I mean, Jawan Howard is not a small guy. And the way he was kind of grabbing him, you know, I thought I was watching like a Goodfellas movie or something like that. You know what I mean? But, man, it was – man, Jawan Howard, and he's got some pretty long fingers too.
0: He is a big-ass man at the end of the day. <laughs> I mean, we're looking at a guy. For the most part, I mean, he's gone from, from, geez, high school assistant coach, high school assistant coach, and no head coaching positions until he res- until he assumed the assistant associate assistant head coach role back in two thousand eight at Wisconsin. Mm. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know, man. You know, maybe 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 this guy is the greatest guy on the grill at the roasting the wings. But uh he's never coached as a head coach. He's never led until he got the Wisconsin position. He's done pretty well there. Uh sixty five percent winning ratio, won the Big Ten championship in twenty twenty. And uh big 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 ten coach of the year in twenty twenty. So he, he, he he's kinda like on that on that crash course with Howard. Howard, similar situation. Twenty twenty one head coach of the year, twenty twenty one uh conference champion. And I mean, as far as accolades to their name, I'm, I'm just trying to look at the whole background to try to see why this guy feels like he's such an enigma that he can, you know, reach out and and, and, and challenge a giant like that but it makes no other sense other than oh are you
1: trying to say that the big 10 has a feud now
0: is that what you're trying to tell me ah for lack of better words I, i think i think basketball wise they're trying to swing this like you know what hey man you guys go back and forth with ohio state in the football season you know in the basketball season we need people to focus on us so I, oh. I think this is the new rivalry right now. Wisconsin, oh, Wisconsin versus Michigan. I think oh my gosh, at.
1: man! So, so 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 uh, so today a few was born, uh, up yeah, north, uh, right?
0: A few, few days ago. A few days ago. Absolutely. A few days ago.
1: Oh, oh right. Well, and I said that college basketball needed to do something, but you know, uh, man, I, I'm very surprised that this is the methodology that they chose
0: yeah man yeah. yeah 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 It's all good, man, but we're gonna flip the page here, man, and we're gonna get we're gonna move on, we're gonna leave these guys where they' at, we'll see what happens in the conference championship. We don't wanna mm-hmm. bore y'all man with this ichigan in this Wisconsin situation, you know Ju- Juwan Juan Howard did what he did, and uh we're gonna turn the page and we're gonna go to that other black guy the other black coach uh Mr. Flores. Oh, man. Former, former Miami Dolphin coach. Mm. Who, mm. man? <laughs> mm. I
1: used to Many joke around about affirmative. Action. Oh no, I was just. Oh no, I was just saying. I used to joke around about affirmative action.
0: Oh man, it's real in the field, baby. It's real in the field, man. You got Brian Flores uh, has been hired by the Pittsburgh Steelers as the defensive assistant defensive or the linebackers coach specifically as a position coach with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, he was hired by the organization. I don't want to say Mike Tomlin, but by the organization. And, um, you know, here we go. That lawsuit is still in motion. Mm-hmm. But uh brother got a job. Some people are saying, you know, from the peanut gallery, they're saying, oh, it's a demotion. Uh, it's not the emotion if you was canned and now you're gainfully employed. Mm. Uh, and so you go from Belichick to Tomlin, man. Mm. Mm.
1: Man, there's great
0: universities
1: across the world.
0: <laughs> Ooh, boy. Brian Flores, man, picked up. A uh, lawsuit is still ongoing. Um, there's claims that the owner of the Miami Dolphins could be in a bitter position, like the former owner of the um, Los Angeles Clippers, who had to sell for uh, obvious reasons back in the days, a few years ago, Um, but we're in a position now where you have leadership or ownership possibly put in a real major violation because they were asking him to tank and it was pay-for-play type situation where they were asking him to tank um, where they were going to pay him or trying to entice him by paying him one $100,000 per game that he would lose for the organization in order to better their position from a draft perspective. Uh, it gets deeper than that because um, there's also um, noted noted information that came forward that the owner of the Miami Dolphins was a part of a group that started a sports betting company. So it's a little deeper than the game itself now. And so they're weighing all those things at this point where they may ask uh, Stephen Ross to potentially sell the organization at some point. And I hope it's not just him. I hope it's Dan Snyder. Let me throw that humdinger in there. Because I, I just really feel like, you know, we're prolonging the inevitable with the whole Washington football team, now commanders, uh, organization that's just bad for business. Uh, we have the uh up impending the for sale sign that's been put on the Denver Broncos. So we got three teams that could potentially change ownership hands, but there's also um some other things brewing out there now. Where they're entertaining, possibly adding another three teams to the NFL. Mm. Now, mm. this is all. This is all pointing back to Mr. Flores. Now, the the the, the, the grand <laughs> the, the thing about this is it, it comes back to we at race again. Because we're talking about minority ownership versus the amount of players that are on the field versus the number of black coaches that do not get the opportunity to uh, work in a leadership role on a, in the professional level of the NFL. But I will say this, there's been a lot of ethnic hiring in the NFL since Mr. Flores has filed his uh, major class action lawsuit against him.
1: Yeah, I got a call last week uh, from the Jaguars.
0: (laughs) I hear you, man.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah, yeah. so
1: I got it. Yeah, Yeah. man, yeah. I I said I used to play football in middle school, you know. So I just checked that, you know, that black box. So was good.
0: Yeah, man, Brian Flores. Um, you know, people are looking at his situation. They thought he would never coach again. He's even gone on record by saying that he may never be able to get a head coaching job in the NFL. But uh, some may wonder what's going on. I'm looking at the big picture here, and I'm going to surmise my opinion as such. Maybe Brian Flores is being brought in to actually take over Pittsburgh Steelers if Tomlin decides to leave. Or Mm. maybe he is the added piece that would help free um, a slave that's in bondage right now Mm. in in the Houston area. that is affably known as Deshaun Watson. And I'm not trying to slander Deshaun by calling him a slave. Mm. I'm 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 referencing it as such because unfortunately as how he's being treated. He's being treated as a slave by ownership. And you understand anything about these contracts, these professional contracts is when you sign a contract to a protein, if you go look at some of those nice classic 1980s, uh what do they call them? Halter tops, is that what they call them? Oh, what without a doubt. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All, right, all right, so them halter top shirts where mm-hmm. it says property of the particular organization, you are technically being property of the organization and they own the rights to you in your professional contract until they either release you, uh, uh, cut you, and or trade you, as long as you're still active as a pro player. So, with this man's situation, his disposition, um, Sean Watson, that is, it, they're making it very uncomfortable for him. Because as soon as This guy's been added to the Pittsburgh's training, the coaching staff. The allegations that have not been in the news, the 22 sexual assaults or sexual harassment cases that he has against him in the Houston area that are considered civil cases, they're not criminal, they're considered civil cases. So more or less, somebody just wants some money. They want to get paid, these females who were um, massage therapists that were coming into his home or private quarters and allegedly were asked to uh, perform sexual favors uh, on demand by Deshaun Watson. Now, nine of the cases have (laughs) been escalated to where he would have to testify in nine of the 22 cases. Now, we've gone through a whole football season. He's been active on the roster, which means that he got his paycheck. It's been quiet as kept until the man who wanted to trade for him in Miami, Coach Brian Flores, when he was head coach of the Miami Dolphins, is now a linebacker's coach in Pittsburgh. Can they leverage a situation... A better situation with him joining the Pittsburgh staff, who just lost Ben Roethlisberger because of retirement, to try to trade for Deshaun Watson.
1: Hmm. Well, there's three things
0: here. The first thing
1: is uh, I will be trying to send my son to an Ivy League school. Um, the, the 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 head coaches, because uh, Flores essentially is another head coach on the staff at Pittsburgh. And those guys have Ivy League school educations, right? Uh and you know, you you don't get to take PE or lunch at those type of universities and things of that matter. Uh <laughs> the second thing is uh there was a guy what if I told you there was a guy who sells Levi Jeans from the state of well not from Wisconsin, but played most of his career in the state of Wisconsin, here we go with Wisconsin again, and he was sending certain pictures somewhere, and he was still able to throw a football too. You know, it's two different things as far as, you know, assault or or actually, you know, showing pictures. Those are obviously two different things, but the severity of both of them could be rounded up in the same ramification. all right? That was the second thing. Now, the the third thing uh, is, you know, Pittsburgh seems to be a landing spot for all uh, black athletes that go through some type of turmoil uh, of sort, and they're able to end up there also. You know, Big Ben had an incident in the restroom that that's nobody's business, you know, supposedly. (laughs) So, you know, it's one of those things that really concerns me that he is still uh, getting a paycheck. And I think that's why really hadn't hit the media. But if we were to say Aaron Ro if this incident would have happened with Aaron Rodgers, and I'm not talking the whole thing, but if this same incident happened to Aaron Rodgers, the uh, the media would have banged on the doors, right? And Deshaun Watson, you know, has no type of media. I figure, you know, since daybo was off, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King being a good black person, you know, we only got 28 days in February. He would have spoke up a little bit sooner, right? So, I mean, there it, is it, it, a lot of fascinating things here. You know, Deshaun Watson wanted some, some halls, you know, renamed at Clemson University, right? Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. was involved in a lot of different things where he should have shut up and played. So we got to take that into consideration also. I mean, Deshaun Watson is a very well-informed quarterback on and off
0: the field. And also, Deshaun Watson was celebrated as a good Christian during mm. the times of Hurricane Katrina, where not only himself, but also uh, a notable J.J. Uh, Watts was uh, um, uh, inspirational and influential to, uh, well, instrumental in making sure that the charitable Aspect to rebuild the Houston area that was uh 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 destroyed during one of the hurricanes that came mm-hmm. through that area
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know he gave out meals and things of that nature, but you know as you said about you know unnamed name and this is this is the the, the rumbling of a lot of people who are well aware of it.
2: <clears throat>
0: uh, 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 I, I, I try to put it as light as possible, but then Robertsberger beat a rape case. This is let's just call it spade a spade. And I'm not talking about the incident that occurred at the, the hotel. Uh he had someone on his property that alleged that they were in his company. It wasn't his wife. She was uh <laughs> she was inebriated and some things happened against their wishes, allegedly, in his property in uh, South Georgia. But never saw the light of day. Uh, case was dismissed or dropped. And uh, Ben continued to play his career unscathed. Now, I'm not trying to insinuate anything in regards to the Deshaun Watson situation other than, hey, maybe it'll work out for him uh, Pittsburgh could be a potential landing spot, and at the end of the day, we know him as a public figure that's a professional athlete and a quarterback. Maybe that's all we should really care about at this point. Whatever his legal woes are, you know, if they then impact him and impact his uh position or availability, as you've always said, then we should be concerned about it. But until then, uh, Let's stop judging the man. At the end of the day, hopefully his legal woes play out. Uh, You know, I just look at it as pretty interesting that uh, all of the things are happening kind of favorable for Brian Flores where he may get a a chance to catch his big fish that he was chasing down in Miami, quarterback that is, and uh, unite with this young fellow up there and ultimately have success to where Let's not. Forget that. Flores is a four-time, five-time Super Bowl champion as a as an assistant coach. Maybe he'll get another ring here, man. Out of the out of the circumstances, and also get paid handsomely from the NFL. And ultimately, hey, whether he whether whether he turns out to be the the uh, <laughs> the coach that takes to him after Tomlin leaves. Or he finds himself back in New England. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, at the end of the day, the NFL needs Deshaun Watson.
1: I mean, I mean, I think that's really what it comes down to. So how much uh, and where do we send it to? And I'll leave it at that.
0: That's it. NBA top 75, man who got in, who didn't get in. Some of the names, some of the people, some of the places. Well, we doing this today? Yeah, man, we doing this today. Mm. Cuz you know, I heard I heard uh I heard OKC is up for sale, man, and maybe just maybe. That fella out there. <laughs>
1: Hey, I mean, uh, we we didn't be, we're in the middle of the United States of America. We didn't become in the join the statehood until 1907,
0: so everything's for sale. Yeah, maybe maybe it's LeBron and Bron Bron, you know, becoming the owners' father son combination. Player come on family. down, come on down. But this NBA top seventy five, man. Who didn't get in or who got in? That you think shouldn't be
1: Well my news feed is is blowing up with the Larry Bird Kobe thing right now, right? Um, and you know it man, it it man, it's just it's just so tough, isn't it? Larry Larry Bird, Kobe Bryant. I mean, what do you do? Who do you run to? Mm. Yeah. So the, the discrepancy is uh, to some, not all, uh, is, is a case and scenario that Larry Bird was came out on top of Kobe Bryant, and there's a lot of people uh, playing the game and who are watching the game are very upset about that. And Larry Bird is a he's a he's he's not international. He's interracial. That's hmm. what Larry Bird is. Larry Bird is interracial. Click it. <laughs> But, I mean, Larry Bird is one of the things where some of the gentlemen in the room that are 45-plus uh, years old are, you know, they don't they kind of hush up when it comes to Larry, you know. But then you got Kobe Bryant, which is Michael Jordan's predecessor uh, to a certain degree, and, you know, he has more of a social media and the highlights and things of that sort. I just – my case for Larry Bird would be we don't have the footage but we still hear the stories. In my case, for Kobe Bryant, would be, you know, uh, going to court and dropping fifty six. So, you know, uh, it's a tough one.
0: I think that's the one where I'm most most conflicted. So you, so wait, so you have people that are disputing why Larry Bird is in the NBA seventy fifth team above Kobe An
1: Bryant above Kobe Bryant above Kobe Bryant absolutely oh okay yes yeah so yeah it's placement hmm. it's a class war not a race war
0: okay mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah all right okay so you, <laughs> okay Oh, right, okay so here, okay I'm looking at that I'm looking at that list right now 11 birds. Twelve, Brian. Eight, Rick Berry.
2: Mm. Five
0: and five, Nate Archibald. Mm. Um Carmelo Anthony, number four. All right, four. let me stop right here. Wait, 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 wait. Let's stop. Let's stop. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm checking my I'm checking my microphone. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing, right? Oh man, I, I wanna I wanna do a wrestling skit right now almost, but I don't wanna be too condescending. But mm. for you stupid people out there who don't understand why Bird is over Bryant This is in alphabetical order, dummies. That's it. <laughs> is that is in this particular list is this in alphabetical order? From the list that I'm seeing. That's the only place in a bird over brain that I could recognize, but let's get to the facts though, man. Let's get to the hardcore facts mm-hmm. uh we said I said this in the last show. Everybody is emulating someone. everyone is seeing something that someone has done, albeit through philosophy, through physical talent through some level of apprenticeship, and that's all sports is. Sports is apprenticeship, where you may come as a youth. You may study a particular person. You may emulate their style. You may tweak it slightly, and that be that. Bird is bird, man, at the end of the day. Bird is because I don't know Jerry West. I, I, didn't, I, I can't say I've seen Rick Barry's game. I can't say that I've seen Jerry West's game. So those are the two, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Pete, Pete Maravich. I've seen some footage on him, just a little bit. But I'm also hearing Pat Riley was a bad man back in the days. Pat Riley got drafted by the Dallas Cowboys, mm. as well as the NBA team. Pat Riley was high school teammates with Luell Fender, otherwise mm. known as the great Kareem. I do with Jabbar. Come on, man. Yo, I I think what it is is we have been, in a certain generation, people have been taught by way of memorization, memorization, memorization. Hey, say this 100 times to the sticks, and you memorize that, you know. Now people aren't going back, and they're not studying anything, so – when they're looking at people or they're hearing about people, it's mostly hearsay because it's not that they don't have the the audio video because I've sent you footage of uh, Will Chamberlain playing, man. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I've seen footage of Bob Cousy playing. I've seen footage of uh, Bill Russell playing. Mm -hmm. So it's not that the tape isn't there, but I I think often we try to take – we try to take the talent level of people playing at a certain era, and then we try to downgrade it like, oh, man, you know what? Bill Bill Russell's 11 rings mean nothing because of the, 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 the talent that he was playing against at that time. Okay, well, if you want to say that, Larry Bird played against some of the hardest motherfuckers up in the game at the end of the day, man. He played against Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, that whole Lakers Lake show with uh, Byron Allen, Coming into his own, uh, Michael Cooper. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna I'm a throw Kurt Randis in there because you know I ain't gonna hate. Him. <laughs> oh yeah, he's grand,
1: he's grandfathered in. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: know what I'm saying? And then you got White yeah. Boy Tom Chambers over there. Uh, yeah, I said it. White Boy Tom Chambers, man. Y'all made a movie called White Boy Mike or something like that. So, hey, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not slighting anyone, but that's well, that, how we remember. That's that how we remember him. Yeah, that Tom dunk, Chambers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got the Golden Boy Tom Chambers for the uh uh Phoenix Suns. Um man, and then you look at the, the guys who he was assembled around from Robert Parrish to uh Kevin McHale, um to uh the Ainge brothers to uh the John
2: Yeah, DJ Johnson,
0: but the other these, yeah, at the end of his career. You know what I mean? So these guys weren't slouches. It wasn't the pretty NBA that people got a chance to recognize. Like the 90s for basketball, hip-hop, rap music, R&B, contemporary music. Like the 90s was a glorious time that black people really made such an impression upon uh the media entertainment mm-hmm. culturally sports and film it, it it was so sexy like i mean we're still talking about michael jordan in 2022 the man hasn't laced up in quite some time
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know what i'm saying they, between michael jordan and uh images of tupac shakur and Mike Tyson footage.
2: Mm. You mm.
0: can't avoid that in a three hundred and sixty five day window. Somebody is gonna pay a ode to these guys somehow, some way. Notice I didn't say Biggie though, right? It was, my...
2: mm-hmm. it was intentional.
0: It was intentional because these guys pretty much dominated the clicks of the camera.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, the, and and any recorded footage at that time because of their charisma
2: mm-hmm.
0: and so for you to say you know Buck Larry Bird are you crazy man this man this man won a three point contest without even taking out the warm ups man you know <laughs> this guy was money this guy was he was a fierce competitor of Magic Johnson and you know? i i'm gonna just talk- I'm gonna just talk about magic alone. It was the first video game that basketball game that was a sports theme was bird versus magic
1: mm. and you can't borrow it
0: period period when they made that first e a sports they made mm. sure they got that fucking Boston Garden's correct.
2: hmm
0: With that slow dribble coming down the court on Sega.
2: <laughs>
0: Doot, do do do. That's how it sounded with the ball coming down the court. But They made sure they got that damn thing correct. They wanted to make sure if they got nothing else right, they got the Boston Garden right. They got Larry Bird, McHale, uh, Parrish. They made sure they got them correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, so. All right. So now him against Kobe. Who was Kobe? Uh, Kobe was nothing more than a clone. Kobe watched Michael Jordan film and he emulated Jordan almost to the teeth. Shout out to Kobe. But what was Kobe's signature move? Kobe didn't have a signature move. To me, I mean, he had a fadeaway jumper that he copied off Jordan. But where the rest of his game came from. And we talked about it before. Eddie Jones. Eddie, Jones. Eddie Jones. Where did Eddie Jones get his game from? Michael Jordan. So it was a carbon of Jordan Jones, Jordan and Jones. Uh, uh, Kobe was working going working out at Temple University where Eddie Jones played college basketball at. Uh, he took a liking to him. Ironically, was drafted to the same team that Eddie George uh, was playing for at the time, which was the L.A. Lakers. Got a chance to practice against him a lot in practice. And Eddie Jones is a very humble guy. Mm-hmm. He ain't got nothing bad to say about Kobe. Very humble guy. So even if Kobe patented his game and stole his game from him, he's not going to come out and slander Kobe. Much respect. Even like Allen Iverson. I just heard a a soundbite today, today, earlier. Allen Iverson said, I got my crossover from this dude who was at Georgetown that sat the bench, but he crossed me over when I was at Georgetown and he showed me how to do that ish and I put it in my repertoire and I got a chance to test it out against Mike, Mike Dick, when I did it the, the, the soft or slow way the first time and he was like I knew I had him. And so the the the, the infamous Iverson crossover on Michael Jordan came from a dude who we don't even know his name. Oh. But that's but that's what Iverson patented his game from. He helped pat he he helped he helped tighten up his game from a dude who was a contributing player in practice practice, mm-hmm. man. That's right, practice. Allen, i just sitting in practice.
1: <laughs> For all the youngsters out there.
0: See what I'm saying? So he got all his practice in college. Mm-hmm. And, he, and 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 once he did what he did to MJ, he was like, hey, man, I'm here. I don't need practice no more, man. Just call me when the game's ready.
1: And I think with, with Kobe, uh, the humility to run off a of coach and then bring him back because you knew that you needed him and things of that sort, was, you know, even more of a testimony to what you were saying as far as emulating those who came before us. And it's just so because Phil Jackson you know, was really not a coach. <laughs> you know, he was, he was a consultant uh, more than anything else uh, amongst a, a, you know, a lot of great athletes. And it's the one of the reasons with is LeBron doesn't get a fair shake with going to the Lakers and things of that sort but it's because it's hard to emulate that same chemistry. It's one thing to get the talent, and it's another thing to have chemistry, kind of like before you buy a bottle of cologne.
0: And that's and that's the big difference. Here's the difference with LeBron. Okay? And, and, and I had this thought earlier. I'm glad I get a chance to express it here. Which I, by the way, let me let me just double back real quick. Yeah, I gotta respect Pittsburgh, man. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, who is just basically the AFC rendition of the Dallas Cowboys. Whoa. So, had to get that off my chest. But, Wait, man, what, what what? Hey, man, you can't you can't say stuff like that, man. General, I mean, where
1: does that come from?
0: It comes from the fact that you gotta you gotta you got, a, you got a owner. Who doesn't go overboard spending, but he does always pay for the right personnel, same way that Jerry Jones does. Oh. Uh, and if if you look at the, the amount of championships from uh nineteen ninety to current, you know, they're about the same. I think it's three to two, maybe three three, Pittsburgh and the Cowboys. So. Well, but I think the Steelers deserve
1: an NAACP Image Award, don't you? So does the Cowboys because
0: they hire a lot of drunks, crooks.
1: Wow. Whoa, 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 Tone! This is not what that's about. <laughs> well,
0: let's keep it straight. Up. Let's keep it, keep it straight and narrow, man. We talking about Kobe, and I didn't want to deviate too far. But yeah, as you as you pointed out, with Phil Jackson. That was a that was also a thought in my head, though, man. I said, you know, Phil Jackson. Got a chance to coach Michael, and and by God, I know he had to say. Huh. I thought he, I, I would think Phil, Phil may have thought he got a break by coaching someone who has copied Michael Jordan's style in mm-hmm. regards to being a scorer, but he got an even worse, Michael Jordan, because he was so obsessed with 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 being successful and as successful as Michael Jordan went even harder than Jordan as as we hear you know some of the stories about Kobe are I don't necessarily want to say legendary when you just being a dick just to be a dick but I mean you know some people you equate that to be a legendary by you know you you're always looking down upon your teammates and talking trash to them like they're not better than you. It's not to motivate them, it's more or less to demoralize them. And and uh you know, those are some of the the unkind things that are not said often about Kobe, but that's just the reality of of who he was. I mean, he was on a mission to but who told him to do it? Himself. No. No, no. Michael uh, Kobe, oh, I'm and, yeah, that was, you know, I'm sorry, Michael, the big brother, big brother Mike. It, That's right.
1: Thank you, thank you. Michael yeah. said, "You know what you got to do. What it, what it, uh, what it Oprah, uh, what it Whoopi Tell Oprah, uh, beat him. You know. That's it. So, That's it. it, 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 it I mean, I mean, they were
0: on the phone every other night, right? You know? right,
2: right, right, Come right, on.
0: right, right, yeah. right, right. But yeah, Kobe man uh, definitely doesn't supersede. Um, the legend of Larry Bird, by any means, Larry Bird hmm. stands out in his own place. Done, done, did his own thing. I mean, Kobe was, you know, MJ two point oh. Uh, LeBron doesn't get that credit because here's a difference and the distinction that I can make between those two.
1: Uh oh.
0: LeBron, LeBron plays bully ball. Okay, and Kobe and Michael played in the system. They played. In the triangle offense, and they were technicians, ta- tacticians, and they they ran it, they ran it to the T. You know, with the with the with the uh, the group of people that were put around them to make sure the game was played as well as it could be played. Obviously, they had a lot of success; they won championships. So they were they were doing it the right way. Now, here's the big difference. I'm gonna I'm cover all three in one shot. LeBron is not Michael. There is no LeBron versus Michael. Kobe is not better than Mike because Kobe is Michael. He's just a shadow. You know, as you have the, 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 the primary Batman character and the, the and the next kid that comes along that steps into that the, the Batman like what we've had, uh Val Kilmer and we've had Michael Keaton. So we Michael, got Michael Keaton. Yeah, mm-hmm. so well, I'm not gonna say Val Kilmer. I'm, I'm gonna use the best, the best Batman that I can say. So, uh, in essence, Michael Keaton was Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. and Kobe Bryant was uh, uh, Christian Bale. At the end of oh. the day, those are the oh, yeah. two Batmans, two of the two of the best Batmans that I know. I could go for that. Yes, sir. And uh, Kobe Bryant. I mean, I'm sorry, LeBron James. Stands alone. He's not even in the Batman franchise. LeBron James is, ah, who can we say? He was a Terminator because he played bully ball at the end of the day. There was no, there's no offense that he's running anywhere. If you look at LeBron in Cleveland when he won it again, he was doing a whole bunch of fucking iso. You look at him in Miami, he was doing a lot of iso wasn't He wasn't running those set offense and running it well. Even when they played in the uh, in the bubble, it was mm. ISO. He 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 saw that they were they were going to trample him. So, AD Anthony Davis
2: mm.
0: is a very good technical ball player, and mm. he's a great he's a great Christian League ball player. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so. Mm. so you know he was the fall guy, so he just passed the ball off to a d who should have been the m v he should have been the m v p of the bubble uh championship series when they played that year, and that's how LeBron got over, even when he was uh in Cleveland when he had to dish the ball off. who did he give it to Kyrie at the end of the day so it's it's iso for him, and then he finds his next best option. Which J.R. Smith definitely wasn't that guy. At times, when <laughs> when uh, Kyrie couldn't answer the call in Cleveland, and these are these are two different players, man, two different styles of play, and they can't be compared. But I will say this though, LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan, and here's the reason why.
1: Mm. Everybody's
0: gonna everybody's gonna say Michael won two three peat. Correct, but nobody talks about the failure of Michael Jordan when Michael Jordan got his ass kicked by Isaiah Thomas in the Detroit Pistons back-to-back season in the playoffs where he didn't make it to the finals. The difference with LeBron James versus Michael Jordan is LeBron James got an opportunity to fail in the finals. Michael Jordan just got his ass kicked and never made it to the finals. Uh. He was only great because he had overcome the rest of those guys once he got to the finals. LeBron James had more opportunities in the finals to play bully ball, which wasn't the best basketball to be played. He should maybe have six championships thus far on his own if he knew how to play better team basketball. My take. I'm-
1: Well, I'm sorry to interject. I just got a text message from Scotty Pippen. Um, And he's a a little upset at both of us right now. Um, Yeah. So uh, the difference between LeBron James and Michael Jordan is a a six-foot-seven, seven-foot-two wingspan, uh, plays four different positions, you know, you know, Michael. I mean, Carl Malone was a tough dude to stop. I don't know if they would have stopped Carl Malone without Dennis Rodman either, right? You know. So I mean, it 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 gets a little it gets a little sticky, you know, when you come into the league with Carlos Boozer, the uh, uh and Booby Gibson, right? So, yeah. I, I think with LeBron LeBron James is was the kid that that made it. He was the F- Felipe Lopez that made it, right? He made it. I mean, he was, usually he was, he's he the was,
0: first. He was he was a smaller, more agile Shaquille O'Neal, with the with the better work with the better uh, training
1: regiment, a better training. You mean the ultimate training measure, uh, regiment for his size and how fast he plays? I mean, that's like driving a GMC like a Honda. Yeah, there you go. So I mean, and I think, but from a physical attribution standpoint, versus LeBron and Jordan, you know, I mean, six foot eight, two hundred and forty five pounds, it runs like a deer. We, we just never seen that before. Not much of a three point shooter, but it goes in at the right time. So I mean, I think he's more of a winner. I don't know as far as a superior. But with his basketball, I think I think he's more of a Magic Johnson with LeBron James more than anything else. But he gets sort of grandfathered into this Jordan debate, which I don't know where that really comes from because it's it's two different categorizations. It's like a cow versus a horse. Yeah, you know, I just think it's two different types of players. But
0: very much I, so. Very much so. I I agree with you on that, and that's where people continue the unnecessary banter because it's like a trigger conversation when they have nothing else to talk about in the off-seasons. And uh, it goes without saying. We're talking about a guy who technically could be a power forward, maybe, but really is a small forward versus a guy who's a shooting guard, who his option wasn't. He played the game more so like Scottie Pippen first as a pass guy, pass first, and he scored when his team needed him to score just to stay in the race. Speaking of LeBron, that is, Michael Jordan's perspective of the game was, I'm about to bang your ass this whole 30, 35, 42 minutes that I'm on the court. I don't care what the score is. I'm not even looking up at the score. When I come down and I call for the ball, if you look at me funny, if you breathe extra hard, if you talk and smack back with me, he literally was playing one on one against anyone who was defending him. And he wasn't paying he wasn't paying attention to the clock.
1: I'll tell you was, what, they, in
0: most instances,
1: but it the 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 thing about it is is uh the question is is who could could Jordan come back in today's game uh and be able to dominate and then the no. next co-
0: See, there we go. I'm glad you said that because no the- and everybody knows that because this is the big this is the big issue. There's no hand checking. So you can't back the guy down far as you want to get him close to the rim and spin off of him and hit that pretty-ass jump shot. Mm-hmm. You have to be more of a precise shooter like Ray Allen, Reggie Miller, Steph Curry, Dale Curry, uh, Sean Elliott, Dale Ellis. You know, I'm, I'm just thinking about some, some sharp yeah. sharpshooters out there from the other that- days.
1: And that was my second comment was the only player that's retired right now that can come back and average 50 points per game and still win is John Stockton. Oh, yeah. 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 John Stockton is probably the most underrated NBA player of, of all time. I think John Stockton right now would give Luka Donovitz, uh a run for his money just on how efficient he is, John Stockton could average more points. He was being nice.
0: John Stockton was a purist. If you go back and you look at any of the like – just just go watch – if you can watch uh, some real time of Chicago versus Utah Jazz. Count Stockton shots. And I'm sure, hell, if you look at the box score from some of those games that they're available – He didn't miss that much. He may have went 12 for 15, you know, 9 for 11. He was accurate, man. He was a precise shooter.
1: Yeah, because, I I mean, the guy loaded his kids up in a minivan, and I I bet his wife said to him when he got home, hey, honey, you know you missed three shots. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, that was just, I mean, John Stockton was, as a Bulls fan growing up, uh I mean, at church, I made sure I prayed that Jordan got through. He's playing in Utah.
0: Yeah. I'm going to look at his percentage, man. Are you carrying us in this segment here? Yeah,
1: because like I said, I mean, did. yeah, because I mean, the, uh, and then I, I think he was, what, 6'3", six, six,
0: Dude, wait, one minute, let me interrupt you. His best season, he shot fifty-seven percent from the field goal. <laughs> We're talking about point guard. Fifty-seven percent. Following year, fifty-three percent. Next year, fifty-one percent. Next year, fifty percent. Forty-eight percent. Fifty-two percent. Fifty-four. Fifty-three. Fifty-four. Fifty-two. Let me look at the average. <sighs> For his career, he was 50, he was fifty two percent shooting field goal. I'm not talking about no freaking three pointers. I'm talking about anywhere where he was shooting around the freaking board. He played eighty two games. My golly, Whoa. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight,
1: nine, ten, eleven, twelve. He Whoa. played and
0: started in eighty two games twelve times. Other than that, other than that, he had a seventy-eight game season, seventy-nine game season, sixty-four, and the abbreviated fifty-game season. He played fifty for fifty.
1: Man, I feel like we've been talking about the wrong things.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. So. And. and,
1: <laughs> mm. Oh man, man, oh man, John. We're sorry, you. Hey, John. I know it's Black History man, but we got to. We're sending a award to you through email via uh, cellular email right now.
0: I'm sorry, John. I, I I rock with I rock with Stockman. Now I've always rocked with Stockton because that's one part of his game that I noticed when I was watching. It was it was pretty amazing to me. I was like, man, you know, you know, I got to put in hood terminology. Because it just makes sense. I was like, man, this white boy don't miss. time, <laughs> <Like> all. Every time <laughs> like you pull up, he hit. Man. And,
1: you,
0: and you don't want to send him to the free throw line. The free I mean, throw, he don't, he don't even look at the goal. I mean, his best year, he was 86% from the free throw line. His career average, he was 83% from the free throw line. So that's 50% field goal shooting, 83% when it came to uh his uh his uh, free throws. Now, If he had an Achilles, and I don't think this was an Achilles. He just he was he was a mid range shooter and he knew his he knew his place. But he was still thirty eight percent from threes. Hmm uh. so, complete game. Complete game, man. Complete game Steals per game, a career average 10.5 assists, 2.2 wow. steals per game. Career average as a shooter, you know, 13 points a game, 10.5 assists, two steals. It's going to give you at least three re- rebounds on top of that. And consistent uh. consistent basketball, I'm, I'm sure – if we were able to see, as I can't see the records of those seasons, I'm sure. Uh, well, actually, you know what I can do? Let me let me let me backtrack. Let me see if I can find your guy Jerry Sloan, as you say, <laughs> Jerry Sloan.
1: Hey man, he could do no
0: wrong. That's my man. Let me, fi- let me find him over here. Let me see what the Jerry. I, I can look at Jerry Sloan's coaching. I can look at his coaching winning percentage to to measure how well he did. Oh, man. Well, he didn't well, have to coach
1: not, for 12 years, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 60% wins, man. 60% win. I'm sure that, 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 that winning percentage was even higher because we have to factor. He did coach the Bulls pre-Jordan, before Jordan. He was at the Bulls, seventy nine to eighty two as the head coach. Hmm.
1: So. That's a nice. That's a nice. I don't know how many people know that. That's a, a fun fact.
0: Yeah. Well, he was a well, he was a former player. So he played. He played there. From sixty six to seventy six, he had a ten year run was the coaching assistant from 78 to 79, took over as the head coach before they inserted uh, Doug Collins. Mm. Boom, 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 There mm. you go. And then came Phil Jackson.
1: Mm. Phil Jackson.
0: Man. But he, I mean, Jerry Sloan is retired as a bull. Oh, man. I did not uh, – another
1: fun fact. <laughs> no, I'm serious, man. I'm I, so okay now it makes uh, I I guess my uh taste it makes sense. It makes sense now. Yeah. 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 But like I said, I mean, uh, and I didn't mean to go on and accidentally went on this John Stock and tandem, but i I mean you gotta if I'm studying the game right now as a fan, as a student, as a coach, a trainer, whatever, uh and what I want and what I teach personally, uh, it, it just it just comes down to John Stockton as far as uh, the style, the flow uh, of the game, and how simplified and effective uh, he is just on picking which option because he was going to get open no matter what, right? With carbalone playing at the high pick and roll, but he had to make a decision. To, I better feed Carbalone early so he'll stay out of foul trouble and so he'll rebound and block shots.
0: So he oh, understood man, let's that. Just, let's, let's keep it real. He's a perfect point guard, man, at the end of the day. What do you he's, mean? He's, 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 he's a team player. He's a 100% team player all in. Just want to win. When he lose, he just get the hell out of the gym. You're going to hear nothing crazy from him. He's gonna give you buckets. He's gonna give you assists. Put you in best position to win. You know? Are you are you perfect, trying
1: to say? Are you guard. are you trying to say? Does it sound like I'm looking for one of those guys right now? Do, do I sound kind of desperate?
0: No, nah, man. I'm just I'm just I'm giving it I'm giving it what it is, man. I'm gonna give it its merit. Uh, you know, the NBA has been around for since 1946, 47. Somewhere around there, Mm. and for the people that we've gotten an opportunity to see play, as far as a person that's unselfish, that played the point guard role, but did it at the at one of the highest levels, um, no one has done it better. Mm. I mean, uh, quietly, quietly, no one has quietly done it better.
1: All right, there we go.
0: As, As as a pure point guard. He was nine oh. times he was an assist leader. Nine time assist leader in the NBA. Which that's the point, guard. You're a distributor. You're setting up the play, you're running the offense. From nineteen ninety eight to nineteen ninety
1: six. He 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 led he led the NBA in assist. Dang. <sighs> yeah. Uh yeah. I mean I mean Whoever
0: coached him, thank you, Right, Yeah. At the end of the day, I mean, he's he's the ultimate selfless team player. Loyal on top of that. I mean, he never went anywhere else. He played out his entire career in Utah. You know, aside from, and this is, and we're just talking about assists right now. Leaders in assists consecutively. Nine years, uh, John Stockton. Uh, Second place, Bob Cousy, eight years. All he had to do was get the ball to Bill Russell and the rest of the game over when um, Boston Celtics was winning, 11 championships out of 13 years. Oscar Robertson, Mm. six years consecutively. Another selfless player who actually helped teams make teams, Jason Kidd. Uh, He did it for five years between Phoenix and the New Jersey Nets, Mm -hmm. formerly New Jersey Nets. Steve Steve Nash is four, and the number five spot, which is actually split between three guys, is going to be Magic Johnson, Chris Paul, and Kevin Porter. You got to be joking! No, Rondo, Rajon Rondo, Russell Westbrook round out. The most consecutive back to back assist leader awards.
1: Mm. I wonder why Westbrook's camp hasn't posted that yet.
0: I mean, look, oh. Russell Westbrook, uh oh, off, off them aligned because of his shot selection. Let me give y'all something. Let me get me, let me y'all where it hurts. Oh, um, man.
1: There go. Let
0: me hit y'all where it hurts. Mm. Russell Westbrook is a new age player who probably is not withstanding himself from having sex. So you get some dead legs. Your mental focus ain't there. You get spaghetti legs. You get funny arms. When you are actively actively having sex and you know you're trying to be the Mr. Do All things I'm not going to take that away from Magic Johnson because his obviously his his sexual escapades are legendary that got him to a place to where he got but Westbrook is in a different era now man and I just I feel that he tries to do so much mentally that it affects him physically at times. And um, he's, he's he's not a crap player. He's playing the game at a speed that the other people aren't keeping up with him. And does that make him a horrible player? Nope. But at so, times I mean, he looks, he looks so, shitty, though, because he's bricking the ball. He's, he's throwing the ball up and airballing, bricking the ball, and people are looking at him like, What the f is going on? But then he'll come back down defensively, he'll rip the guy, pass the ball up court, hell of assist, and the only thing they're gonna focus on is he hit a triple double, but they're gonna play the real where he had maybe four brick shots the game during that particular game.
1: So well do you so are you suggesting are you trying to tell the youth of America that they need to watch
0: Russell Westbrook play basketball
1: to develop those type of characteristics and skills?
0: Uh, I mean, I'm not telling anybody to backhand snap anyone either, but uh mm. I I'm I'm just saying I can I can pretty much identify maybe where some of his uh inefficiencies are happening on the court. And it's probably stemming from him, you know, just being a man at the end of the day and and doing other things and carrying the burden of all the critics that are constantly talking crap about him on a day-to-day basis on his shoulder way more than he should. So was he on that top 75 list?
2: (laughs) You know, he was.
1: What? Yeah, he was.
0: Who was on the top 75 list? Russell Westbrook is on top 75, man. No stutter.
1: Oh. Man, I'm learning. Like, I usually
0: learn a lot on Monday. You know what I mean? Anthony Davis was in the top 75. Stephen Curry was in the top 75. James Harden was in the top, top 75, along with George Gervin, along with Damon Lillard, along with Kawhi Howard, along with Moses Malone, Bob McAdoo, uh, Earl Monroe, the GOAT. <laughs> let me see, let me go on down here. And there is Russell Westbrook, Lenny Wilkins. Damn. James Worthy, Dominique Wilkins, Jerry West, Bill Walton, right around uh, the W's. So, what is
1: the Are there any names that you just stated or read off?
0: Are there any names that make you uncomfortable? Huh. Yeah, I mean, some of the active players. I mean, um, I mean, because of the in- inconsistencies of Russell Westbrook, no championship. I I don't, I I can't say he should be in the top seventy five. Mm. That's the only wanna, one. I don't want to boil it down the championships. I, I know I call hard a name as well. Oh no, man! Oh, you know, I know I call hard a name, but let me throw one name out there that people often forget.
2: Mm.
0: They forgot about that dog named Bernard King. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it's. It's a agree. lot of other it's a lot of other people out there, but the issue is with some of these other players, right? Like a Bernard King first round, number seven pick, and and uh, he was he was he was a beast. But the NBA knows what they're doing, man. It's about marketing. These guys' names aren't trending. So why would I put Bernard King who scored 19,655 points, averaged 22 and a half points a game, mm. uh, almost six shot six rebounds a game, um who was a four-time all-star, uh all-American, three-time three-time SCC player of the year, number retired at Tennessee? Why would I put him in this category? Mm. When I when I haven't given him any credit. He's a scoring champion in the NBA. All rookie team. He blew his knee out. That's that's the Bernard King story, if anybody wanna know what happened. He blew his knee out, wasn't quite the same thereafter. But
1: nobody mm. knows
0: him on social media.
1: No, Bernard King well, he was a I mean he was a he was a hybrid that scored it below the rim, right? Use that glass. Mm -hmm. Kind of like a uh, he reminds me of another top 75 player on the list, Zion Williams. Word.
0: That's right. Yeah. Where they got him at? Uh, He was number 77, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man.
1: I said I didn't know where that came from. Shit, but you know the work? NBA, you
0: know the you know the NBA guys is playing in situation now, so maybe he'll play in next year. He'll be able to make it. But uh, mm. yeah, man, it's it's a it's a again NBA touchy feelings. Uh, they they really, I think they really picked. It's like a fraternity where they pick people who may be paying dues, man. At the end of the day, because uh. Give me a name. Give me, give me, give me, give me one of your favorites out there. Let's see if he made the list. Other than the obvious, i uh, I probably have to go
1: with uh, how does how does America feel about Allen Houston?
0: Mm. Pure shooter, Allen Houston. He didn't make the list. Man.
1: Grant Hill, right?
0: Uh,
1: Mm, Yeah, that's
0: right. uh, (laughs) Let me go back up. Hold up. Grant Hill, 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 Hill. I'm looking, I'm scouring through this list, and there's no Grant Hill.
1: Oh, so that means Tracy McGrady's not on there either, right? Ah. there's no T-Mac. So do I get my money back for those shoes?
2: <laughs>
1: wow. Whoa, I don't... Whoa, I don't... Mm.
0: Paul Pierce made it.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I saw him there. Yeah, I mean, that's... the Yeah, everybody saw Paul. Um, Man. I don't, Grant, so Grant Hill uh, and Tracy McGrady
0: is not on the list? No, no, not at all.
1: <sighs> oh, um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you got to understand, <laughs> Magic Magic make bringing up the ball at 6'11 was an anomaly, right? That was an anomaly. You know, we never seen it before. But you you talk you referenced the '90s as superior times for certain individuals and culturalism, uh, but there was a time in basketball where it was sexy to be six nine and bring that ball up the court, you know,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: and you know uh, one of the dudes that taught us how to do it, you know, does Vince Carter didn't bring the ball up the court? I don't know if he's on that list either. Nah, uh, wow! Are you? Oh man, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Vince Carter didn't make the list. No.
0: Oh, so not
1: everybody gets in.
0: Not it. Not 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 the obvious. No.
1: Vince no. Carter, man, I thought he he held the country together, right? Yeah, no Vince. Oh man, I I mean, well, like I was said, I mean, Vince Carter didn't even dribble the ball. I mean, what what T Mac did in Orlando, and and what he did with, you know, the big Chinaman, uh, you know, no pun intended, with with...
0: no no Yao either. No what? No Yao either. No, me and you did not make it. Strawberry, oh. no strawberry. No oh, well, I mean, um, I'm telling hmm. you, man, you would know what, bro. This seems like the last ten, fifteen years of popular basketball and social media of the most. Um, Adored elder statesmen that are active around the teams to some capacity, mm. and that's about it. Because I haven't heard of James Worthy in quite some time, but and I, and I'm definitely not saying or, or questioning his game by any means. But oh yeah, 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 the, list. Respect you up, right? list. yeah, respect you, respect respect you. Sam Sam Perkins on here though. What? No, What'd just you kidding, just say? Man, just oh
2: man. <laughs> hey. There's hey. no Big Shot hey. Rob. <laughs> there's no Robert Horry.
0: There's no Chauncey Billups. There's no uh Chris Weber. There's no uh uh Mullen. Oh, uh man. there's no there's Mar- no European guys on here at all. There's no uh Mono Ginobili.
1: Ginobili's no, not on that
0: list? No, he's not on this list. He's not top seventy-five. I don't even
1: know. All right. Well, I don't know if Mono Ginobili did he
0: beat the uh, the uh, Olympic team
1: from a third-world country in Argentina? Hey, there's
0: no Tony Parker. Nobody, bro. Nobody. So who we mad at this year list? Yeah, There's a lot of people on him, man. A lot of salty dogs on him, man.
1: But Dane is on I'm- there.
0: Game, oh man, nah. He, he said Jay Z said told him the to S. Oh, did he tell Jay Z the SSD? I think he did. He said suck my dick. Mm. Now nah, I don't know. Speculation about the halftime show, but that's another segment, man. We in the bag. We hit it on the head. We knock it out the park like we always do, man. We bringing it to y'all. We keeping it real. We keeping it interesting. We don't want to keep you holding long until the next time. You know, pop back. Check bring the out list. Something interesting. And remember, Check man, you keep your hands to yourself. Don't end up like Juwan.
1: You still got a job.
0: You do. You mm-hmm. do. Listen. No COVID, though, man. Y'all keep y'all heads up out there, man. Till next yeah. time. Peace. Yep.